You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm going over to Norway and I'm speaking with Nikita. Hi, Nikita. Hi, Dom. How are you doing? Thanks. I'm fine. Thank you for having me. No worries. I'm happy to have you on. It's it's been great seeing what you've been doing on Instagram and all across the socials with like the wood music and then with your own singing as well. It's there's been so much. Yeah, it's been quite a lot. Um I uh, it's been a lot now that I have my single coming up. Um and at the same time keeping up with the other artists at the wood music. Uh, I can t- I can tell that it's a lot at it's, at the same time. Um but uh, I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> so before we go on to your single, now I'm just going to say the single title now. It's called Break Your Heart. Before we go into that, I want to talk a bit about the wood music. Like, where yeah. where did that come from? Where where What created that? Uh, I think it was my love for country music um, and the fact that I, I've always wanted to be an artist myself. Yeah. And it's it's never gone that way. Um, because um, a few years back I got sick with um, I don't know if you know what it is but M- ME uh, CFS yeah yes yes yeah uh, so I think I tried to find something where I could do what I love uh, but at the same time not um, spend too much too much energy you know um, yeah. and I w- wanted to help other artists out there who uh, to get their music out and get people all over the world to listen Uh, so i'm just uh, trying to do my best by spreading the word and uh, yeah (laughs) that's awesome i've got yeah and i've gotten to know some pretty great people through uh, the wood music as well that's awesome i mean you've got like the likes of danny mcmahon on there and kelsey bovey I think kyle elliott as well you know people that i've had on this show before and are fantastic people yeah they really are and uh, they've been uh, really helpful uh, to me as a person as well. And when it comes to my music, they've given me advice and uh, how to go forward with things, especially Danny. He's been amazing. Uh, if there's been anything, I could ask him, how do I do this? What do I do now? And he, uh, he gives me the best advice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what you need sometimes is those friends in the industry that, kind of have an idea of what's going on and how to help you know and train especially living so far apart as well yeah you you need that and here in Norway I don't think we have the same uh, community when it comes to music Uh, as uh, it seems like you do in the UK Uh, it seems like everybody's supporting each other and uh, bringing each other up and forward Uh, here when you have a famous name in uh, music you, uh, it seems like the Norwegians kind of get stuck with thinking about themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, forget the names that uh, aren't that well known. That, that's always the worry sometimes. I mean, especially when you listen to certain certain radio stations that play like country music, it's always like the same artist on repeat. And then the yeah. lesser known artists, the unsigned artists in particular, tend to get the push under the carpet sometimes. Yeah, they do. And uh, I've been really lucky with that, I guess, because there's this radio station, Norwegian Country Radio, uh, and they uh, focus on the Norwegian artists that aren't that uh, well-known, like me and others like me who just come out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just asked them if they wanted to play my song, and uh, they said yes straight away. That's and, uh, awesome. they made a, yeah, and they made a deal with me to play it uh, several times a day, each day, every year. So uh, that's amazing. That's brilliant. That's, see, that's, that's what you need, especially when you're releasing your first song into, you know, into the world. It's your little baby and, you know, yeah. it's, it's a very daunting thing as well. It's very, because it's such a new thing to do. Yeah, it really is. And uh, it's scary. Uh, I can say that it's quite, quite scary. But um I guess doing the wood music and everything has made me kind of see what to expect uh, with helping the other artists and uh, seeing how hard they work and everything. So uh, it's prepared me for uh, what I have uh, coming. 
<laughs> do you find that because of the wood music then it's been a lot easier transitioning yourself as an artist yeah for sure it really has um because i i've tried uh as i said for several years to get into the music industry uh i have several friends here in norway who who's artists and work with music but um even though i haven't seemed to get a food inside um but with the weed music i um yeah the, what can i say um i use the same way i've uh, promoted the artists i have there yeah. to promote myself uh, yeah uh, no, yeah you've, you've probably seen it that mm. i've um, i'm i'm one of the artists in the wood music um yeah, yeah. so uh, it's been easier that way of course um and i hope that people doesn't think it's weird that i promote myself in that way but no, uh, but I, it's uh, it's much easier. It really is. Personally, I don't think it's weird at all because you don't have a manager or anything, do you? You've got your producer that's no. helped with all like the yeah. behind the scenes stuff. But normally, when an artist is coming into the scene, they usually get themselves like a manager and stuff, and you're doing that yourself. Mm. So you need to be yes. able to promote yourself as much as you can. Yeah, I really do, and I I do everything myself uh, to get in touch with radio stations and uh, all of the agencies and everything. Uh, but uh, my producer, Davis Branch, has um, been very helpful. He really has. Um, I send him messages with questions and how do I do this? Uh, and he helps me a lot. He does. So um, I, I guess I've kind of given him some extra job yeah. <laughs> Bes- besides being a producer. But uh, yeah, he's amazing. So, uh, But I work hard. I really do. <laughs> do, you, do you find it's a lot more to releasing music and you know looking after not looking after other artists but promoting other artists do you find there's a lot more to it than actually meets the eye yeah it really is and uh, you get to know the artists as well uh, on a personal level i think um because i talk to some of them of course and uh, that's quite of the thing i I uh, promised myself when getting into the wood music is that I'm not just going to promote artists just to do it. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to do some random people. I I want to make sure that I really love their music and I want to know who they are as a person so I can promote them from the heart, not just uh, throw it out there as uh, any promotion agency would have. That's, that's, that's brilliant. That's, <laughs> it just shows the amount of love and compassion you have for the genre itself. Yeah. Now, why country music? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Um, I guess the country music started when I was, um, can I say, around 13 years old. Uh, when I began into the teenager, uh, teenager uh, lifestyle, uh, you started to fall in love and uh, all of those things and then I heard one song uh, on the radio uh, Alan Jackson of course <laughs> yeah. remember remember when uh, and uh, that song kind of hit me uh, because I went through so much emotions in that age and uh, I felt like okay this this is a genre that I can relate to and the lyrics and the songs uh, I felt like they explained some of my life you know, yeah. <laughs> so um, it was kind of a transition from uh, listening to pop music and Britney Spears <laughs> and going <laughs> over to Alan, ja- Alan Jackson and Brad Paisley. And uh, then uh, Carrie Underwood became uh, the big idol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, w- it was the lyrics, the, the songwriting uh, part of it that uh, made me fall in love with country music. See, Alan Jackson's Remember When is just such a emotional song yeah <laughs> i can see i can see that's why one of the uh, big turning points for you it's, oh, it's it's probably one of the greats out there yeah of course and uh, i remember that uh, that song uh, it always made, makes me think of uh, back to the eighth grade uh, where i have my first crush <laughs> oh. yeah uh, it was at uh, a local disco, and uh, they played that song. 
Yeah. Uh, and I had my first one-on-one -on -one dance. <laughs> oh. So each time I listen to that song, I think back to those days and uh, it's just fun memories. Do you tell your husband that? <laughs> no, I actually haven't. <laughs> and, and soon to be husband, you know. <laughs> soon to be? Oh, is he, are you not married yet? No, we're oh. not. We're engaged. <laughs> Wait, what? I've got... This, this is this is a whole new ball game now. Oh, this is so many more questions. Have you got a dress sorted? Have you got a date sorted? Have you got any... no? Actually, I don't. Uh, we just got engaged in uh, August. How did you get so... engaged? <laughs> um, it was uh, intimate uh, and uh, romantic, I can say, <laughs> with can candles and some music and everything. Uh, he did great. <laughs> was the little rose petals everywhere and? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it really was. So uh, yeah, he did great. <laughs> Have you got any like dates in mind for a wedding day? We haven't talked about it actually, because um, weddings are so expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so and we just bought a house, so uh, we want to get everything sorted before we. Uh, sit down and talk about that but yeah. uh, we talked about in yeah, in about five years or so uh in that time <laughs> oh. i think in in uh, in norway we're not uh, rushing into it uh, as uh, i can see down in the states the most people get married a year after they get engaged yeah uh, we don't have that tradition here uh, we just uh, do it when we feel for it end of the day do it whenever you're happy to do it. You know, yeah. most of the time you don't even need to get married. Most of it's just a formality. Yeah, you, of course. If you love each other enough, what's a bit of paper? Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's just uh, every girl dreams of a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but uh, we'll get there. But uh, we have a lot of things to get sorted before we get there <laughs> do you have like any like dresses in mind or yeah of course <laughs> uh, i guess i've had that since i was a little girl <laughs> do you have one of those like scrapbooks where you got like pictures of like cutouts and magazines and no i actually don't <laughs> you know i i grew up with i grew up with a mobile phone so i just have the pictures on my phone <laughs> that's Oh, it's like, oh, I'm <laughs> blushing. Yeah, so it's a lot looking forward to. Has he been very supportive with the wood music and you going into the artist industry? Yeah, he has. Um, I guess it took a while before he realised what the wood music was. Um, yeah. Because uh, he he's a football player. So uh, he's not that into music. He listens to it, of course. But um, but yeah, when I explained to him what it was and he saw how much effort I put into it, he uh, he's been very supportive. And uh, of course, the transition from the wood music to being an artist myself, he uh, it's new for him as well. Uh, all of the time I put into it, and uh, now going forward with interviews and everything. But uh, he's been supportive. He has. Uh, and he takes uh, good care of the kids so I can do things like this and uh, yeah <laughs> Did he help you put the kids to bed? Yes of course <laughs> We have two kids so uh, we took uh, one each <laughs> oh, That's so sweet Yeah. How old, how old are you kids? Um, my oldest is uh, she's six she, she uh, just started school actually <laughs> and the youngest is two does she, uh, does your oldest understand like what you're doing, like singing wise? Is, is mommy a singer? No, uh, she just believed that mommy's uh, home, uh, <laughs> cleaning the house <laughs> and taking care, care of the kids. <laughs> so uh, I, I played my song actually for, uh, for her and uh, she just made some funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't quite understand that it was me. <laughs> so we'll go into the song then. Break yeah. your heart. Who was who was Break Your Heart written about? Now, who do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was written about my uh, about my man, of course. <laughs> when you're writing a song, then about your loved one, do you t do you tell 
your husband to be that you're writing a song about him? I told him when I was finished writing it. Uh, I told him that um, the song I was recording was written about him. Uh, and he was happy, of course. <laughs> he thought it was sweet. I'm kind of kicking myself now because when you listen to the song, in the chorus yeah. it says, um, oh, just after the chorus, it says two kids and a wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there in my face. <laughs> How did I not know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have two kids and we have a wedding in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. Oh, See, it all ties together. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Regarding, like, writing the song, how did you find writing as a new artist? I've been, I've been writing my whole life, actually. So the writing part is quite easy for me, I guess. Um, I write uh, almost every day. When I get new ideas, I just write them down. Uh, if it's just sentences, I write them down. And then I go back and I make uh, songs out of them. I put them together. So um, when I was writing this song, I was just thinking, what kind of song do I want to give out as my first? Uh, and I wanted it to be personal. So um, what's more personal than writing about how my life is right now? Oh, that's awesome. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I keep I keep saying that's awesome and that's brilliant because it <laughs> genuinely is. It's so, it's like the perfect like almost love story. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, you know, you have your ups and downs, and uh, we've been together for almost eight years. It's eight years in January, and uh, we've been through a lot, uh, both good and bad. Um, so that's the kind of thing I where I sing about where. Uh, <laughs> You, you've been through such hard times that you just want, you feel like you want to end it. But yeah. uh, the, the love is so strong that it, you just keep going. You find those little things that um, keep, uh, that hold it together. <laughs> and um, that, that's what I mean about it. it's just a love that can break your heart. Uh, if, you first, if you lose that love, uh, you will, it will break you completely. Yeah. Uh, if it's just a crush, then it will fade away. Uh, you will get better, but um, when you love someone so deep that you you can go through anything and still make it, then um, yeah, uh, if you lose it, it will totally break you. <laughs> <laughs> How long? I, it... I guess that's the way I can explain it. <laughs> How long did it take you to write "Break Your Heart"? It actually didn't take so long. Um, I had written it myself first, uh, and it took me a day, I think. Uh, and then I worked on it with my producer and we just went through it and changed some words uh, to make it fit a bit, a bit better. Um, so um, two days maybe uh, altogether. That's really quick. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I usually, when I write a song, it usually takes a day or two. Uh, it doesn't take a long time. So um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. <laughs> it's such a beautiful it is a beautiful song it's brilliant thank you thank you so much when you was in the studio recording it what was going through your mind when you was actually putting down the vocals over the music was it was was it pictures of your husband husband to be <laughs> and the kids and everything in the future to come and everything that's been in the past and you know Recording this song has been quite a journey because because of this whole COVID thing, um, I recorded the vocals from my living room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, he, the, my producer has done everything down in Nashville, and I've just recorded the vocals from my home studio. Uh, but uh, of course, when I'm standing there and singing, I the first times uh, I get the pictures uh, of everything we've been through and uh, how we got to where we are now. Uh, but as you as you keep singing the song uh, multiple times, you you repeat yourself. So it's just um, I don't know how I can say it, but yeah, you just repeat yourself. So it begins to become like a habit. Can I say that? Yes. To sing it. A habit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, when I listen to it now, when it's done, uh, I uh, I get a good good feeling when I listen to it. I uh, I see like and um, yeah it brings out some some very good memories and of, of course some bad as well but 
the bad ones brought us to the good ones. <laughs> well, end of the day, life is almost like yin and yang. You know, you've always yeah. you've got the two halves. You can't have good times without the bad times. If it was just always good times, what are good times? You know, you've yeah, got to have course. you've got to have that negative to compare it to, and then obviously when you're at your high, there's always going to be then a low, and then there's always going to be a height. Life is a roller coaster, as Ronan Keating used to sing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And uh, of course, if you, if you don't argue, if you don't have discussions, you it gets boring. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel. But um, at the end of the at the end of the day, if you get through the bad times and um, the rough parts, you you know it's worth fighting for. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, we're taking it one day at a time. <laughs> See, the great thing—the great thing is—I knew that you didn't record it in the studio because I've been seeing yeah. some of your images on um, Instagram. Yeah. Now you've got like the Studio One Presonus kit from. Yeah. What? How do you find that? You know, do you find it because that's what I bought originally when I first started like doing the podcast and then going on to like the radio. It's what I've kind of used, and I've always wanted to like upgrade from that kind of software. How have you found it? Well, it's my first home studio, so I don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, the only thing I can do is record the vocals. <laughs> so um, when when I was recording, my producer had to tell me um, how to put in the, um, uh, the tempo and all of that stuff uh, to get it right. Um, and I watched a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> yes. But um, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it with, but... For me, as a new artist, I think it's kind of hard, I don't know, um, to learn. You see, <laughs> what, what I didn't like about it is um, you've got all the, you know, you've got all your templates that can go with it. You've got all the, yeah. um, like the mixed verbs and all the little plugins that you can plug straight into it, like your, um, uh, like your tones and stuff. Um, oh, I've I want to pull it up now to have a quick look. I've, I've got it on this. Because what I do with this podcast and what I do with the radio is I initially record the audio through a mixing board. And okay. the mixing board goes into Audacity, which is another free uh, free software. Yeah, then, I actually have that as well. <laughs> what I do is I export the vocals from Audacity as a WAV file, a WAV file, and then import that into Studio One where I can actually fine tune it and edit it and add extra levels and extra little bits to make it sound a bit more polished. Okay. I, it's just so much. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I'm going to start asking people, like, you know, what's the best kind of setups they've got out there and, you know, what kind of... I know, like, Joey Clarkson, another artist here from Canada but lives in London... She uses yeah. like Focusrite. She uses it's like a red box, similar to the Presonus. You know, when I, when I saw like the Studio One kit that you've got, it was like, I wonder if she knows how to use it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to use it. I've, I've watched no. all the YouTube videos. I've watched everything <laughs> for it, and it's. I mean, the, one of the guys that live lives here. He sings all the time, and he sings. He's fantastic in like karaoke, and he goes on Smule, you know, on the phone. Yeah. And I wanted to buy this. This was actually initially bought for him for Christmas. And I wanted to create this like almost home studio kit, uh, setup where he could sing and actually make it sound great. And it was like, okay, now it sounds even worse because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the things with uh, this studio is that when I record my voice, I think it sounds really different sometimes from when I hear myself without it. <laughs> yep oh you get used to that yeah um so uh it's taking some getting used to <laughs> I, th I think that's always the biggest issue is you always sound different when you listen back to yourself as a recording i mean if you ever listen oh, yeah. to like a a recording on your phone like a voicemail it just sounds so so weird i mean especially here as a presenter i can hear myself speaking and <laughs> You just you tend to just zone out from how you sound, and just as long as yeah. you're sounding enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, and when I sent when I sent the vocals uh, to my producer, um, when I sent the last part, the last time I recorded it, uh, I was actually sick. Uh, I had a sore throat and everything. Uh, and I said to him that I'm sorry if this is 
bad. I'm really sorry. But then I get a text back that uh, this was actually pretty good. This was the best part I've sent him. So really? <laughs> I, I guess I sound better when I'm sick than I'm, when I'm uh, when I'm uh, okay. <laughs> the, the the only the main issue with when you're trying to sing when you've got like a sore throat and stuff is you can sometimes do more damage than good. You know, you can yeah. damage the chords and get nodes and. So, but um, when when I was sick, it was just um, it was one sentence that I had to uh, put together uh, and send down to him. So uh, I didn't have to sing a lot. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and I got a, I got a text from my friend uh, Taylor Teasley. Yeah, uh, you know her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she, <laughs> and she said it. You have you have to calm down. You have to relax. Take care of your voice. <laughs> She's yeah. She's she's got with Taylor. She's got a very low end. On her voice, yeah. and she's she's got a great, you know, vocal range for herself, and you've got quite a yeah. higher range compared to. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, I said that to her that I think she's got what I call, um, and that's a positive thing. I, I call it a whiskey voice. <laughs> a what voice? Uh, a, a, a whiskey voice. A whiskey voice. Yes. <laughs> it kind of like um, zing the call itself. It, it was it wasn't like an accent thing. It was just the call that's what that was sorry okay <laughs> no uh, I, I call her voice that because it's that um calm and uh, raspiness in her voice yeah uh, and it's so good to listen to uh, i'm actually gonna have a live with her on the wood music at uh, the end of november end of november so, do you want, yeah do you want to give us a plug on that you know what what day end of november are you thinking uh, uh, or is it not uh, set oh. in stone yet I actually have the, don't have the day actually now. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on my phone. <laughs> so I have I have so much coming up now that I don't remember all the dates. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll say then is watch out on the social yeah. media for the wood music and the Keats's social media pages for the live stream with Taylor. Yeah, I will post about it a week ahead. <laughs> That'll be great. I mean, Taylor did a stream with Daniel Borge as well. Yeah. She did. That was that was a great like partnership, and I'm looking forward to seeing what yeah. you two create. Yeah, and uh, we've talked. Uh, I don't know if I could say this, but uh, we've talked about uh, co-writing um, a little bit. We haven't yeah. done anything yet, but uh, we've talked about it, and uh, we want to get something uh, get something done. <laughs> oh, you can say that. You know, as long as you're not giving away like trade secrets to what you've yeah. written about. And no, we've just been talking. Uh, talking about it uh, that it would be fun writing something together so um we'll see <laughs> out of all the artists that you've kind of met over this past you know period of time with the wood music who out of the lot would you want to meet straight away like i've got to go see <laughs> them oh that's a hard one uh, because of course i want to meet them all um, <laughs> that's a cop-out answer so i have to take a trip around the globe i guess <laughs> but um of course the, sh the shortest way would be to travel to the uk um and meet with danny and kelsey the uk uh, what about me <laughs> yes of course uh, we can have a chat at your studio <laughs> um th no that would be great uh, getting over to the uk and meet all of you um, I've been talking to Jess um, a little bit as well. Yeah. So um, um, the people who supported me the most, I guess, um, on my personal level, uh, is everyone I've gotten to know in the UK. So um, it's uh, getting close to my heart. <laughs> You're not that far away either, as well. Have you ever thought? No, I. I think it's about it's an hour or something. Yeah. Uh, with a flight. Yeah. Have you ever thought of like moving to the UK? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I don't think I would have got my family with me on that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, growing up, the biggest dream was moving to Nashville. Yes. Of course. Well, yeah. It's all of our <laughs> dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we planned on going to England um, when uh, when this whole COVID thing has calmed down. Of course, we want to take a trip over. I've never been there. You've never... uh, no, I've... actually, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to Norway, so then that... you get to come. <laughs> Just hopefully, we don't like crossing the air. <laughs> yeah, 
you have to get the date straight. <laughs> Is there anything like nice to visit around where you live? Yes, of course. Uh, actually, where here where I live in um, a town called Langesund. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard about it. <laughs> no, I won't be able to repeat no. it either. Yeah, uh, we have a place um, in the summer um, and a venue called Viktegorn. <laughs> yeah, uh, where uh, art artists from around the world come to play. <laughs> I like how I tried to repeat that, and then you just went, <laughs> yeah, you, you, close enough. You want to try again? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's, let's try it again. Vriktegården. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's quite hard. Um, but it, of... start, it, it starts with a W. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. it's almost like a roll of the tongue with like an L then. Vrik. Uh, if I'm going to say it in uh, a simpler way for you, I think it's going to be uh, right guard. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, garden, right garden. Right garden. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> it's close enough. But uh, there's artists from around the world playing there every summer. Um, they've had uh, Beth Hart has been there. Um, yeah. So um, that's a place that people come from all over the Norway and uh, from other countries as well uh, in the summer to visit. So uh, and it's uh, right by the by the sea by the lake. <laughs> Are you looking forward to getting out and going to like festivals like that and going to gigs and being able to play in front of people? If I ever get that opportunity, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, you will. We'll see. <laughs> when, when... We'll see. I, I've uh, I've never played live before. Um, uh, I'd, uh, or I'd done it one time when I was um, 13 years old. <laughs> really? I, play, I played live in front of 1,500 people. Uh, what? So, uh, yeah. 1,500 people? <laughs> How? What? Yeah. When? Why? <laughs> it was uh, on a, um, I don't know how to, uh, is it a Tivoli or Carnival or something uh, yeah. here, here in Norway where uh, artists perform at night. Um, and I had a, uh, some friends of mine uh, from Norway, Erik, Erik and Chris, uh, they're Norwegian rappers. Uh, they were performing and I asked them if I could do a song and they let me. So uh, oh, wow. I, I sang, yeah, I think it was Leanne Rhymes, uh, but I do love you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't that old for them. <laughs> was... Can you remember back, you know, how was you, how was you feeling? Was you nervous when you stood up to the stage or? Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty nervous and uh, I got to be backstage with uh, Eric and Chris and um, they were really supportive and gave me advice before going on stage. Uh, and I, my hands were really, literally shaking. Uh, but uh, as soon as I got up there and I got the mic and the music started, I had something happened. Uh, I just, uh, relaxed and I forgot that it was so much people there yeah that, <laughs> so uh, it was fun yeah <laughs> that there's the hardest bit is confronting the fact that there's people in front of you and then just relaxing yeah. being able to relax in situations like that is the hardest it really is and uh, I've I can say this I've been on auditions for Norwegian Idol and uh, Norway's Got Talent and that stuff when I was younger and uh, the hardest part is really when you sit there and wait to go in front of the judges. Yeah. Um, it never meant it went my way, though. <laughs> I kind of know every time. <laughs> Thing is, though, the, the only issue with like, shows like that, I, there's a person I used to watch from Lithuania called Dovidas. He's on YouTube. He plays like loads of guitars and stuff. He's really, really talented. And he, try, he went on to a certain like, type of X Factor idol kind of things. And what they do is in the contract, they tend to keep a lot of royalties back from you. And like yeah. they restrain how much you do, you know, regarding like your own social media posting. And yeah. you can be quite constrained. Yes, it might be great for like publicity, getting yourself out there. But under their label, you're very, very tied down almost. Yeah, you really are. I remember I read the contract for, um, I think it was X Factor in Norway. Um and I was kind of surprised uh, on how, how tied down you get. Um, you couldn't do any gigs or shows or anything without asking the production first. Yeah. So uh, 
yeah, you, <laughs> you almost, it's almost like they own you, I guess, uh, while you're on the show. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. And especially, yeah. especially if you do really well and then get towards, say, the quarterfinal, semifinal, or even final, you know, that's, yeah. that's when they've got you after the fact as well, because they'll say, yeah. okay, then for the next year, your, your rights, your, you know, all the copyrights belong to us. And yeah. that's what you've signed away. But a lot of people don't actually read the small print, really. No, they don't. And I, I, I've seen that now. That I'm, I'm really glad that I'm an independent artist. That I, I don't have a label. I don't have anything. I just have myself. So I, I can decide everything myself. Uh, and that's uh, you feel free. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think that's mu that's much better. And I see that a lot of artists now. Um, there's more and more uh, that become independent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially doing this show, it's opened my eyes to, because whenever you think about becoming an artist, your first thing's always like, oh, I need to get this big label and then I'm going to make lots of money and then it's all <laughs> going to fall into place. But a lot of that yeah. ain't true. You know, you don't need to have this big label because, yes, you got the money coming in, but then you owe them the money to pay back. And, yes, of course. You know, you've got you've then got to do well. Uh, whereas if you go in independently, yes, it's harder to get out there, but at least when you're out there, it's your product, it's your baby, yeah. it's your gift to the world. Yeah, yeah it is, and it's more. It's I guess it's more money in it if you do well, because you own, as you said, you own most of the royalties yourself. Um, as uh, with my song now, it's just me and my producer, and. Um, I feel pretty great about that, that it's no one else involved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Back with it's the... like you said, it's it's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's your third child. Yeah. <laughs> Back with the song then. What was it like sending the vocals over and then hearing like, hearing the music that's going to go with it? What was it like actually hearing it all come together as one final piece? Yeah, it, uh, he actually sent me the first um, the mix, the first mix uh, without uh, guitars or anything uh, before I lay down the vocals. Uh, so um, when I lay down the vocals on that, it, I it was hard seeing uh, the final uh, piece of it. But um, as soon as he sent back everything with guitars and the guitar solo on the song, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just felt that, okay, this, this is it. Uh, I love this. Uh, this is me. It feels like me. And uh, yeah, um, it just felt good. I got a good feeling straight away. Um, the intro and everything, it, uh, it just reads me yeah, <laughs> when I listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a great thing though, is when, whenever you watch like your performances or when you like done covers on like your Instagram, and then yeah. when you listen to your track, you can see, you know, when you sing, like, say it's a, a random artist, say you sing a Kelsey Ballerini song, yeah. you know, you can, when you're trying to sing a cover, you tend to put a bit of that artist onto that song. Yeah. Whereas when you listen to your song, you can hear you, you can hear everything that you've got. And it's great to see. It's great to hear it. I'm excited Thank to you. see what's coming <laughs> in the future. We need more. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe you'll get that pretty soon <laughs> on that is there any like future plans for a next release after this one i know this hasn't been released this is going to be released on the 13th of november yeah that's right have um you, have you got things in place ready for the future ready for the next lot of releases i have got some plans <laughs> uh, you... i've talked i've talked with my producer about doing another one um just as soon as this one is released, that we're gonna start work, working on uh, my second single. Yeah, you don't yeah. Have, don't worry. You don't have to say more than that because I know <laughs> I know what it's like trying to do yeah. like press releases and run ups to <laughs> certain events. You've got to publicize everything, you know, individually. Yeah, and that's why we're here now with Break Your Heart. I, I can't <laughs> wait for everybody to hear this. Me neither. I'm so excited, and uh, I just know the day when it gets out i'm gonna get, i'm gonna be up all night yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, and uh, i think uh, it's uh, because it comes out at midnight uh to the 13th and in the states and everything there it's, <laughs> it's six seven hours after us 
yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so they get to hear it later than us. Um, so uh, it's kind of like having two releases. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's going to be like at midnight for you, and then an hour later, it's going to be released in the UK, and then. It- yeah, I think so. I think it was when when it's midnight for the listener. Yes. Uh, I think, yeah. So then... So uh, uh, it, it's almost like several releases in uh, <laughs> in one day. You'll have like the entire world releases within one day. That's brilliant to have. <laughs> yeah. You, so, won't, uh, you won't be able to sleep yeah. at all. No, I won't. <laughs> What's the one thing that you've been really excited about with this you know, new single of yours. What's the one thing that like encapsulates the whole process and fun you've had? I think the thing that's get that gets me most excited is that I finally, after I'm now I'm 27, and after all these years, I finally feel like myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and um, it's kind of <laughs> to say it straight out. I feel like this song is kind of a you kicking the ass to say straight out to yeah. uh, so, to some people from my past yeah. um, and that said that uh, I was never going to do this that it wasn't possible that uh, you're horrible at singing and uh, yeah I got bullied for 10 years because of the singing um, it was uh, I, c- I come from a small town and uh, when you want to do something like this um, it's not always good to stand out so uh, I feel like this is a kind of yeah, here I am. <laughs> I've got one word for people like that, and it's fuck you. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I didn't know if I could say it. <laughs> Just people like that need... Why do people have to go out of their way and put people down? It's, I know. It's beyond me. It's <sighs> Yeah, I'll... It really is. And uh, I know that releasing this single as well, and not just for me, but from for other artists as well, you're always going to meet people that try to put you down. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not always going to get yeses and uh, great news and uh, good feedback. There's going to be bad things too. But uh, I guess you just have to have to get through it. You have to put it aside and just think about uh, the good things. Yeah. No, I told, yeah. I to, I'm totally there with you. I was, I was in the same boat. You know, I, I used to have a bit of a stammer when I was a kid. I, whenever I was talking in front of people or in under pressure, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Whereas I'm 28 now. I've only just turned 28, yeah. so it's the same age. Yeah. And doing this has brought me out of my shell. I'm, That's good. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm. I totally get where you're coming from with, you know, being yeah. able to just finally, you know, stick twos up at the world and say, this is me. This is mm. embrace me. You know, it's brilliant. Well done. Yeah. You as well. <laughs> and I, I, um, actually Danny said this to me, um, a while back. Um, when I was posting some covers on Instagram, I send them, uh, I send the covers to him first because yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to know what he think before I uh, put him out there. And he said the best words to me, just, just do it. Believe in yourself. Um, don't care about what anybody else think. You got it. You, you got this and you have to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those words got stuck to my head. Um, he's been a great supporter and, um, I will be grateful for that. <laughs> he's so right. Just yeah. don't stress about what people are going to say or think, because there's always going to be some negative Nelly out there that's just going to yeah. try and put you down, because a lot of that is jealousy, because they want to be in that position. Of course. Uh, it, it will always be like that. And um, already now, I, you know, trying to get the song out to different radio stations and everything. I've uh, mostly I've gotten good feedback. I've gotten yeses, and uh, people are playing the song <laughs> all across uh, Scandinavia right now. And uh, but I've also gotten some messages about the song not being ready for airplay and uh, that it needs some more work. Um, really? But I get it. Yeah, but I get it. It's. Uh, <laughs> 
like we say here that everybody has a different taste in music and everybody listens differently yeah so for some for some people it will be good and for some people it will not that, that's just how it is did i see on your social media that you've submitted it to ukcountryradio.com that's correct <laughs> i'm sure i was sure i've seen it I mean, yeah the great, the great thing with this show is this will be aired at some point on my show country chat with dom on sundays at uh, between 7 p.m and 9 p.m so it's great to have you broadcasted on the on the yeah. ra- on the radio <laughs> show you know with us it's like i say it's a great it's a great great track thank you <laughs> when, when are when are we starting to play it for you what did you say when are we starting to roll out the... Um, this Tuesday. This Tuesday? Uh, yeah. So uh, this week it's Tuesday, Friday and Sunday. Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. You put the times on as well. I'm trying to find the post. Um, yeah, I believe Tuesday was five past six. Um, I don't exactly remember the other ones. <laughs> but it's on my Instagram. That's why, because I'm looking at your Facebook Duh. <laughs> oh, I'm a silly Billy. It's in my stories at the, at the Instagram, I think. There we go. 1805, 1505 and 1635. Yeah. <laughs> on ukcountryradio.com, the hottest country music for the UK. That's right. <laughs> oh, I do I do love you know presenting on ukcountryradio.com. The whole team there are just fantastic. Al- Alan's a great yeah. guy. And I I, uh, I feel honored to get airplay there. Uh, I really do. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of weird that uh, Danny and Kelsey and everybody who's who I've been promoting uh, is yeah. being played on the radio, and now I'm going to play, be played there as well. So uh, it's kind of surreal, actually. <laughs> what it is like is it's a family. We're just one big yeah. family now. You're the mother hen that's been like looking after people and saying this yeah. is this is this is our artists. And now I'm there with you. It's like the mum wanting <laughs> to go to singing lessons with the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it can is. <laughs> but you're just as good. You're brilliant. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> Going from today, then, what's your like next steps for? the publicity side you know have you got any radio interviews coming up yeah i've got uh, next monday actually um i'm gonna be on uh, instagram live with megan thomas on um she has this uh, live show in the morning in the states called biscuits and jam biscuits that that sounds great yeah <laughs> although the thing is though if it's an american show it's gonna be the american style of biscuits See, yeah, I don't know if it's the same for you in Norway as it is here in the UK, but a biscuit to us is like a cookie that yeah. we like dunk in a cup of tea or coffee. <laughs> is that the same for you there? Um, I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> yeah, every because in America, biscuits are like a like a scone, like a bread. It's very salty and savoury. Yeah. Whereas biscuits for us here in the UK are sweet. We don't really have things like that in Norway, I guess. Really? Like, <laughs> no. What, what do you not, have? Not that I know of. <laughs> what What do you have like as snacks then? Mm, whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> what What's your typical snack that you have on like a night time when you're watching TV? Oh, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Choc- chocolate? Um, Norwegian milk chocolate. <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> I, was, I was i was expecting like some like special crazy brand but is that what it's called norwegian yeah it's actually called norwegian milk chocolates <laughs> ah, okay yeah here i am thinking it's going to be like milker or <laughs> i think it's um, the same thing i guess <laughs> do you eat things like pizzas yeah of course got a question for you <laughs> It's a very important question. Okay. <laughs> you probably know what the question is. Maybe. <laughs> Do you believe that pineapple should be on pizza? 
Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's what I like. For sure. I, I have to have pineapple on the pizza. There we go. That That's really made my night. I can go to bed happy now. <laughs> So I guess when when I'm out traveling, I always if I have pizza, it's pizza Hawaii. It's pizza. Pizza Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. one of the best ones. See, we're having um, homemade pizzas today, and um, what oh. we what we do is we get like a like a French baguette, and we cut it in half, and then put like cheese and sauce on it, and then like ham and pineapple or whatever the toppings we want, oh. and then we put it in the oven. Oh, it's so nice. It sounds so good. <laughs> oh, you should really, you should really try it. It's really, it's quicker. Yeah, I will. <laughs> it's quicker than actually cooking a frozen pizza. It takes yeah. like five, ten minutes to do. Of course, I usually make homemade pizza uh, in the weekends because the kids love it. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What, what's your kids' favorite meals? Uh, pasta, I think. Pasta. <laughs> yeah. It, Kids always do though, don't they? It's like, like bolognese yeah, they and spaghetti and yeah. But um, my youngest, um, who's two, he likes pasta without anything, just the pasta, clean pasta. Really? <laughs> yeah, uh, with a little bit of ketchup, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so he's easy to to feed. <laughs> so Nikita, when? As a as a reminder, when is Break Your Heart coming out? Thirteenth of November. And where, where <laughs> is it going to be available to um, buy or download? On all streaming platforms, um, everyone that I can think of: uh, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. Um, yeah, it's a long list. Uh, it's coming out everywhere. <laughs> and where can people find you on social media? They can find me on uh, Instagram, Nikita Skogen Music, uh, and on Facebook, um, and my website, nikitaskogen.com. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for And YouTube, on. of course. <laughs> YouTube is, you can't forget the YouTube. Yeah. No, we can't. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's been great talking to you. Yeah, it really has. We have to do this again sometime. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, the great yeah. thing is, when this actually does get aired on the radio what i'll do is i'll give you a catch-up call just to see yeah. what's changed and see how it's been since we've actually spoke today great how does that sound for you it sounds great <laughs> thank you for coming on and thank you everybody for listening today hope you all have a fantastic week ahead and i'll see you all next time bye for now that was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.